Step two is then to work back from that date, giving yourself around 10 weeks to prepare. What? Yep. For your first challenge, you definitely want to start preparing early. Otherwise, and I'm gazing into my crystal ball slash learning from hindsight here. Otherwise, you're going to decide there's too much to do in too little time and give up before you've even begun. I usually teach you to allow at least four weeks to launch anything, but online challenges are different. They're a bigger campaign with lots of moving parts, so you need to allow yourself longer to pull one together. Hello and welcome to the Audience Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Hutchison, and I'm delighted that you're here. The Audience Growth Podcast exists to help you learn how to use organic marketing, that's marketing that costs nothing or very little, to grow your business. All too often, I hear from frustrated business owners, and maybe this is you, and I know this has definitely been me at times, that you have spent lots of money on advertising without getting the results you were hoping for. And it really, truly doesn't need to be that way. So every week here on the podcast, we dive into strategies that will help you grow a business that's here for the long term, sometimes on solo episodes like this one, and sometimes with guest experts. On today's solo episode, I'm taking you behind the scenes of my free challenge, how I put them together, how long it takes, what it involves in terms of energy, the different elements involved, and why it's worth the effort for my business, just like it could be for yours. Let's dive in. Often people share advice and make recommendations without actually having tried out those specific things in their own businesses. I never do that. I share the things that have actually worked and that I'm using right now, both for me as I grow my own business and for the clients that we work with in our marketing agency. First up, how long does it take to put together a challenge? In my experience, and like most new things, the first challenge is definitely the hardest work. Every challenge you run after that can be based on the things that worked, the things that didn't work, because there will be some, and what you learned along the way in terms of how to generate signups, the topics people are most interested in, the marketing methods that worked hardest for you, and the timings that worked well. So step one, when you're preparing to launch your challenge, you need to decide on a date for your challenge, avoiding national holidays, school holidays, if that's relevant for your audience, summer holidays, and so on. You want to pick a date that gives as many people the best chance of attending as possible. Step two is then to work back from that date, giving yourself around 10 weeks to prepare. What? Yep. For your first challenge, you definitely want to start preparing early. Otherwise, and I'm gazing into my crystal ball slash learning from hindsight here. Otherwise, you're going to decide there's too much to do in too little time and give up before you've even begun. I usually teach you to allow at least four weeks to launch anything, but online challenges are different. They're a bigger campaign with lots of moving parts, so you need to allow yourself longer to pull one together. Now, when I say this, I'm talking about running a challenge where you are trying to attract the maximum number of people you possibly can to take part. If you want to start with a smaller challenge, that is up to you, but remember A smaller challenge doesn't mean much less effort. It does mean that you can probably pull it out the bag in less than 10 weeks, but obviously it also means you're probably going to have significantly fewer people taking part. Okay, so step three in your challenge planning is to decide on a name for your challenge. 
Go detective mode and pay close attention to what your ideal customers are talking about right now. What's really bugging them? What's holding them back from achieving their goals, whether personal or business? What topic would be the most helpful for them right now? It's a noisy old space out there, so you've got to create a challenge that's going to cut through and really appeal to them. And part of that is creating a very appealing name for your challenge based on your chosen topic. Once you've done that, step four is to pick around three main teaching points that your challenge is going to focus on. These are the things that you're going to tell people they'll learn if they sign up to your free challenge. You're going to need to keep talking about these things for what feels like eternity during the lead up to your challenge. So you do need to be super clear, not only on what these teaching points are, but also why they're so vital for your audience to know now. For example, during my upcoming free challenge, Grow Your Audience in Three Days, which starts on the 4th of October, if you haven't signed up, I'll be sharing the link during this episode and in the show notes. During that challenge, we'll be covering three key topics. The first is how to make content creation feel easy peasy because that is possible for everybody and it's a crucial piece of your marketing puzzle. The second is what you can do right now to engage more people. And this isn't just a one and done. Once you've learned this, you can repeat it again and again to keep on growing your audience and growing your business. And the third teaching point is how to make sure that your business, rather than your competition, is the one that people remember and want to buy from every single time. Sounds good, doesn't it? We can do it together in this challenge. So you need to decide on your three teaching points. And by the way, try not to overthink this. Do what I always suggest. Go detective mode. Listen to what your clients, customers, or audience are asking you for most often and lean into that. Then once you've done that, it's on to step five. This is when you need to make a list of all of the places you can promote your challenge, who you can enlist to help you spread the word among their communities, who you can get testimonials from, either about your previous work or if you haven't worked with many people yet, then you could always interview business friends or other people with a similar audience to yours about why this challenge is so needed. Start mapping out what you're going to send out by email and when. As a side note, if you don't have an email list, there's never been a better time to start one than today. I have a freebie about that and we'll link to it in the show notes as well. But generally focus on putting together a kick-ass organic marketing plan to raise awareness of your challenge and give people compelling reasons to sign up. Everybody's busy. Everybody's being told they need to buy something, sign up to something. You've got to work really hard, not only to make your challenge stand out, but also to make people aware of it. And that means talking about it again and again and again. Hopefully you can see why you're going to need these 10 weeks to get this all pulled together and promote it. You can also add Facebook ads into the mix if you have budget or experience or support. But in my experience, it's your organic marketing activity that's going to generate the highest number of signups if you do that right. And if you can afford to invest in help, even just on a one-off project basis to run a campaign driving signups to your challenge, then that's a great investment too. And that's where I'm going to leave things today because from this point onwards, other than writing out the content that you actually want to deliver during your challenge, it's really just like any other marketing campaign. It involves creating a strategy to attract people to sign up, showing up every day, 
using creative ways to get people excited, and then making sure that you deliver on your promises during the challenge and help people the best that you can. In a future episode, I'll do a full recap and share all of the numbers, the learnings, and the specific activities behind this challenge. But for now, this should be enough to give you the information you need so that you can decide whether a free challenge is for you and get started creating your very first one. Thanks for listening to this solo episode of the Audience Growth Podcast. I really hope it's helped spark some ideas and made the idea of hosting your own free challenge feel more achievable. Make sure that you're signed up to my free Grow Your Audience in Three Days Challenge, which starts, eek, can't believe it's here already, next Tuesday, the 4th of October. There are so very many reasons to sign up, including literally being able to grow your audience in three days. Who doesn't want that? But inside the Facebook group, we're also going to have prizes. We're also going to have opportunities for you to network. So come along, get involved and start growing your audience straight away. You can sign up now at nikkihutchison.com forward slash October 2022 challenge. And we'll put that in the show notes as well. If you're listening to this episode and thinking, oh no, that date has passed then do not worry. You can still sign up to be sent the replays right up until the 11th of October, 2022. And on that date, Tuesday, the 11th of October at 8pm, I'm hosting a free masterclass where we'll be pulling it all together and setting you on the path to rapid audience growth. As soon as you sign up for the challenge, you'll be given the chance to sign up for the masterclass too. And we'll also share the link to the masterclass and the challenge in the show notes. During times of crisis, it's more important than ever to keep marketing. So join me for my free audience growth challenge as well as the masterclass, and I'll help you do exactly that. I really look forward to seeing you there. You've been listening to the Audience Growth Podcast with Nikki Hutchison. A new episode is released every Friday, so make sure you've subscribed and never miss an episode. And if you've enjoyed the podcast, please consider leaving a rating or a review. They make a huge difference. So thank you so much. On next week's episode, I'm chatting with Zoe McEwen, who's a community growth strategist. I loved recording this episode with Zoe, where we discussed all of the many ways that you can leverage your Facebook group to get big results for your business. As you hopefully know by now, I host a free Facebook community called the Audience Growth Collective. So I was really interested to hear what Zoe had to say. And we'll link to the Audience Growth Collective in the show notes, just in case you're not a member yet. So if you're thinking about starting or reviving your own Facebook group, or even if you just want to get more strategic about the groups that you're a member of, then next week's episode is a must listen. I'll look forward to seeing you again next week for that. Keep marketing! Keep marketing!